What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. You're listening to episode 111. As always, I'm Tiger Woods. I'm Jordan Spieth. No. Baby, what's up? Hook him, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Nah, really? Already 111 episode? Already? 111, yep. Already there. That's what I was what, a, what a lucky number. 111. Come a long way. Remember when we started this shit, whenever COVID started? Yeah, like, and you know what? We're approaching our three-year anniversary. Yeah, that's crazy. At the end of remember, like, April. I, yep. Remember sitting here and we're like, do we need a mask? No. Are we going to party? <laughs> you know how much... Are we going to party for the three-year we anniversary? We should. We should. We had yeah. a lot of COVID content back then, but it was topical of the time. Oh, yeah, well, you know, even when the COVID started, it was just like, who's going to die first? <laughs> like, I hate saying that, but... I hated that we had to cover it so much, but it is what it is. But Carrie, like, you know, he was like, who's going to die for us? I'm glad none of us died because, well, you know, that shit was a little scary for about, you know. It was. It year, was. But, Came out of nowhere, but, but here we are. I'm We're still I'm... alive three years later. And I still have not tested positive for COVID. Amen. Damn. That's impressive. I still have not gotten COVID. The, funny, the funniest video I saw, I saw on TikTok. So his you know, dad was, has his two boys in the back. They're like, Dad, how did you never get COVID? Because I drank a lot of whiskey. The little boy goes, fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. I think everybody drank excessively during COVID. But what else there was there to do? You Everyone said, was home. But no, you know. Stuck in the house. I thought James all said Tiger, you know. Hopefully Tiger makes the cut you know, pretty quick. I hope you know? so. He's he's right there around it's, the 50 range. Well, right now, well, you know, they today they, have, over, they right? have the weather delay, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, sometimes the weather delay might be, you, you never know, but it might be a good thing for him. It might be. And maybe he'll, but, he'll be able but, to get back I mean, in his groove. But really, if I, was, if I was at the Masters and I'd be like, look, Tiger needs to be in it. Don't matter because people will come. Tiger is the best no matter what. Yeah, well, the second round is going to resume Saturday morning, and there's a 98 chance of rain tomorrow in Augusta. That's insane. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's rare to see the Masters delayed because of weather. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's always like beautiful. Yeah, no joke. It's always really perfect. humid. You know, you know what's even crazier? You know, in second place is an amateur. And he's, he's a fucking Aggie. Like, oh, God. Sorry, Joseph, but he's a fucking Aggie. <laughs> Brooks Kepka <laughs> sits atop the leaderboard at five under, and Woods is two over. So you know, and, you we're know, all rooting for Woods. But you, but. Know what, you know what sucks? You know, to be like an amateur there in the pastures. Like, you can win, but you can't accept that money. That you, know, you, you get paid. Big time. But winning is enough, I feel like. Even yeah, if you but, are an amateur, like yeah. you're going to be in the lore of golf forever. Yeah, but. Cemented as a legend. Winning one of those, one of the four majors is a but it's the like Masters. One, that's huge. It, it, and then it goes back to that, you know, who's going to be that first amateur to, you know, to break it? Like, that would be pretty cool. And he's going to get so many marketing yeah. deals and endorsements. It's going to go out the roof. Speaking of golf and the Masters and everything, I know you haven't watched Full Swing on Netflix, but I know you have. Yeah, oh yeah. What a great, great, great documentary. Great and right now, I mean, I know they said that right now they're doing season two as we speak. You know, they, they is cover. It, is it a documentary on a particular person? No. Or? Well, they, they, they'll, they'll follow a couple of the golfers, you okay. know, like an, op- an episode. You know, like, you'd be surprised, like, who takes it really serious? Yes. And then who doesn't, who doesn't give a shit? They just do it. <laughs> and I do a great job. I'm like, I wish I was that person. 
Right. And they're great. They're great at golf still. They are. I, I think it's awesome. There, there's eight episodes, and they're about 40 minutes each. So you can get through it pretty quick. And, and, and we've been golfing all day, so here we are at the end of the day after 18 holes on the par three. But you know what's crazy? You know, you know the, thing, the thing I like about the Masters right now is the fact that the only thing that's really kind of interfering is baseball. But, but you know, we have so many baseball games. It's like, all right, who cares? Like, you know, you got March Madness is done. You know, that was a, a it was a fun tournament. You know, to watch. But now you got the Masters. It really has no interruption. Your eyes need to be on the Masters. Right. Doesn't matter what kind of sports fan you are. It's like, pretty captivating. Even if you're not an avid golf fan, like I, I've been a casual golf fan my whole life, but I've never been a super golf fan like like most people that I know. It's just it's one of those things that it's so big you can't you can't not watch. You know, it's kind of like the Super Bowl for golf. It's it's one of those majors that everyone is glued to the television and. Speaking of like, if you want to go and, and attend the the event, man, it's just it's one of those prestigious events that you really have to save a lifetime to go to. Kind of like the Super Bowl, you know. I think it was like eighty five hundred bucks for round one tickets just to sit on the grounds. That's an, that's insane. No cell phones. And, and I saw earlier there people if they want to talk to each other, they have to go to like these payphone things. But you know, that's one thing I, I kind of I like. It. I kind of like that too, you know. You, you're in like, the moment. Yes, you're, I like how they. You're like, immersed in the environment. Like, yeah, like yeah. fuck the cell phones. Like you know, like to me, you know, like you know, you watch all these tournaments, you see all these cell phones. I was like, like okay, yeah, but are you gonna? How many times are you gonna rewatch that? Probably once or twice, right? But when it comes down to it, like I, I want to see in the moment. That's gonna stick with me for the rest of the life. It's just like when I was a kid. I remember when I met Derek Jeter for the very first time when he was a rookie on the Yankees. I asked him for his autograph. He's like, "Do you have a?" He asked the room. He goes, "You have a sharpie?" I said, "No, sir." He goes, "Oh man, we don't have any sharpies in here." I said, "It's okay. Don't worry about it." I shook his hand. I said, "Good luck." You know, that was it. I said, but I still remember that. I still remember that moment. I don't need no cell phone to remember that. I remember it. Oh man, it was such a cool moment. That was the year. That was the '96 Yankees when they won. That's awesome. And you went with your little league team. Yeah, yeah. we got to walk around. That. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like, when the Masters does this, it's like, yeah, like when you see shit like this, you don't need to replay it on a phone. Be in the moment and remember it. Like, man, what a cool, cool shit. And I think it's cool that people are able to get so many autographs. It seems like all the golfers are, are more than willing to sign as many autographs as they can with as little time that they have. But those are the m- memories that you'll carry with you forever. And if you're, you know, pulling out your cell phone every five minutes, that's kind of the the climate of America right now. But it it, it kind of erases the captivity of, of being there and being in the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, to me, the best times to me, I mean, to me, if I was, if I had a choice to go see these golfers watch. It's always it's the day before. Like they get, they get to play a round before they actually play for the real thing, right? Like go go before then, go sit out there watch them. Man, they're in shorts. They're in, I mean, hell, they're betting against each other. Like just sit out there and watch them. Then, like, I mean, that to me that shows them the real who they are. 
I mean, and I don't like, I don't blame him. Like, whenever it comes to, you know, starting the real tournament, like, yeah, they got to focus up. Yeah, if they can sign a couple of things, great. But if they can't, don't fucking hate on them. Like, no, this you is, should just be is, happy to be this there. This is their job. This is their livelihood. Like, respect it. Well, for most people, it's like a bucket list thing to attend the Masters. It's one of those events you got, like I said, you have to save up for so long. Or if you're just rich, you can just, you know, burn your money and spend it however you want and attend. But I don't know. It'd be cool to go. My pockets aren't that deep, but well, well, it, it, it would be amazing to have that I, opportunity. I, I mean, for me, if I had that kind of money, yeah, I wouldn't go. I'd, I'd be like, um, how big of a island can I buy? <laughs> can I buy a little island with that? Like, fuck. Is there a tournament or a major that you would want to attend, Adrian? Probably the U.S. Open. U.S. Open. Yeah. Or maybe even the Riders Cup, something like that. The PGA Championship would yeah. be cool. Oh, I already know what yeah. I want. Oh yeah, Age, uh, this guy right Aaron, here, Aaron. It's the waste. We talked about West this. Management yeah. Open, the one in Phoenix, Arizona. Like that's one of the big, one of the first PGA, you know, events. And I, it is a fucking party, right? Like people will get there at two, three in the morning at the gate. When that gate opens, they run to the next gate, and then they go to the next, and then they got to run to the, the whole 16, the, the one up the part three. I mean, it is a fucking party. I mean, that right there to me is... And Arizona in general is just a party state oh, yeah. already. But yeah, the waste management, I remember watching it this year. Who was the golfer that took off his shirt? He got fined a whole bunch of money. Uh, well, well, he got fined, but he also got yelled at. But it was t- like, why not? Like, if you're if you're a small golfer, why not? Like, hell yeah, I'm gonna take my shirt off. Hell, I'll take my pants off. Like, shit, make a name for yourself. I think it's awesome. It's one of those few golf tournaments where you can kind of let your hair down and celebrate a little bit because they're so like strict with with what you can do at every tournament and that one's kind of like you, it's free range you can just it's kind of like a, a college football atmosphere you can go out there and drink as much as you want and they throw beer cans all over the fairway in the greens that would be a fun one to go to i don't matter i mean one of the biggest ones to me is also the colonial there in fort worth that's a great one too um there's also the brian nelson one there's that one's in irving I I like I see the ones in Texas. I think the big ones, you know, U.S. Open. I think the Ryder Cup would be cool to go. Oh, to. dude, no shit. Yeah, that's one of the ones that. Fuck you, Frenchies. Fuck like you, Frenchies. Fuck you, Spanish. You. I mean, because it's kind of like the Olympics of golf. You know, it's it's like the WBC of golf. It's you know, it's it's the best of your country competing against each other, and I think it'd be cool. Who would you guys like to see win the Masters? On Sunday, Tiger. Tiger. <laughs> I'd I'd like to see Brooks win it. Um, Brooks is good. Uh, he's been one of my favorite golfers the last few years, and um, I'd like to see him get a green jacket. Um, if Jordan can sneak up there, though, that'd be even better. I mean, he's won one before, and for him to get another one would be great. I think he's what six in sixth place right now. Yeah, he's up there in the top ten. Yeah. I, yeah, so I mean, for him to sneak up there, that would be cool. But Brooks, Brooks is and, Br- he's, and Brooks, he's on from, fire right now. Right. He's it, on fire right and now. And from like 2017 and 2019, yeah. he was the number one golfer in the world. He's kind yeah. of 
taking some steps backwards. He's been frustrated the past few years, but to see him up there at the top of the leaderboard, that's pretty cool. And for him to to shoot a sixty seven, like <laughs> he's still he's still <laughs> like twelve very, under, right? On the, uh, yeah, on the very beginning, like that's like amazing. Yeah, like those are amazing. Another right golfer there. I like is Justin Thomas. I don't think he's oh, won yeah. the he hasn't won the Masters yet. You so. know, even you know, even as a golfer, whenever you got the lead, it's like one of those is like, do I play conservative or do I keep pushing it? Yeah. Pushing it because yeah. shit, I mean, you've seen you know you've seen in golf like you know you've seen where they play conservative and then shit they're coming back and you're like and then it's, they fuck up at the end. Let's go ahead take the risk. I mean, and that's the best part about golf. Like take the risk right now. Just keep going. You know, just then, go for it. Yeah, and then yeah. I, it's I, such a mental game too. But I like, I didn't, and per- it can punish you too. It really, I mean, really like the perfect guy. Brooks is the perfect guy to do that though. Like he can take. Yeah, I like risk him. And he's real down to earth, like a normal guy. I mean, the dude is just a competitor. So it's gonna be interesting who who comes out on top on Sunday. Yeah, I mean our our round of golf wasn't wasn't too terrible. That's sarcasm because it was right. Well, I I feel when when you're at the golf course and it's that packed, you feel rushed, and a lot of times when you feel rushed, you're gonna you're not gonna play the same because you're constantly in the back of your mind thinking, oh shit, I gotta hurry up because there's people waiting behind me. You know right. what I mean? And that's one of the the negative things about the par three is people. A lot of people like to go there because number one, the bar. And number two, it's cheap compared to, you know, if you go to a big course like Ross or Comanche, you know, you're going to pay what I pay to play plus my beer plus my food is going to be the same price just to play at a big course. Right. You know? it's, it's a bargain so, and it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. That's all it's for is just to work on your short game and have fun. Yeah. And, and you, we, we were, we were kind of rushed a little bit. Because it was packed, it's Good Friday. It was there's a ton of people there. Yeah, it was Good Friday. Everybody's everybody's off work. Everybody's off school. Well, except for me, of course. <laughs> but um, excuse me. Got the <laughs> you got them hiccups. <laughs> Let me drink some more of this bu- bush light. Bush light. Bush light. Bush. Yeah, Stella came and golfed with us today, and she's left-handed. So after the f- we played the back nine first. After we got done, we went and had drinks with the bar three and I ran and grabbed some golf clubs that I found on Facebook, some left-handed ones. They're brand new. So she's trying to take up the game too. I, I'm just trying to get my feet wet and become a better golfer. I'm, I'm know, terrible, but, but, but you know, the best part about it's fun about being, you know, like when you play golf with your friends and everything is, is like, you know, for me, I don't, I don't want to take it serious. It's also a good idea to be good. You need to be a little good. You competitive. Know? Just you got to have that competitive Just be nature. be fun. To have yeah. fun, though. You know, it's like... Have fun, yeah. You know, and that, that keeps it fun. And I think, you know, for me, I like I like to try to help my friends. Like, hey, slow down. Hey, have fun. It, 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 and when you go to the par three, it is more of a fun experience. And you can kind of take your time and and make mistakes, and it's not a big deal. But when you go to a, you know, a normal golf course, you kind of have a little bit more pressure on you. We're going to go play yeah. at La Paloma tomorrow, and... Yeah, I'm probably going to lose a shitload of balls and get get a little frustrated, but that's part of learning and part of getting better. So that is one thing about golf. You know, a lot of people make fun of golf. A lot of people say it's not a real sport and things like that. But those are people who have never tried the game before, 
Because I was one of those people. I was one of those people that made fun of golf before. You know, I didn't start playing golf until 2016. So about seven years ago. And, yeah, I used to make fun of it. And like, oh, golf's not a real sport. Um, yeah. You know, it doesn't take any real skill, blah, blah, blah. I said all that until I I actually swung a club for the first time. Right. It, it's one of those sports that, that is addicting, and, and you can play it, it at any, any age. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I I grew up having one of my one of my good friends. He was avid golfer. He he was always going to the golf course, and I would just go with him and just hang out. I never really got interested in it back then. I wish I did because maybe I'd be a lot better than I am now. But yeah, I've been around the game for a while, but I've never really taken it serious until now. Which it, it is a fun game. It it is. It is addicting. It can be frustrating, especially starting out, but as long as you can be patient and you can just... A lot of people don't realize, and it is still something that I need to realize myself, is just let your clubs do the work and try not to kill the ball. Because, you know, I I come from a softball uh, background, Mm -hmm. and my my stance is... I'm going to hit the shit out of this ball. That's how I, I am. I mean, yeah. you know, I come from a softball background, and so that's what I want to do. I want to swing I want to swing the club hard and fast, and I want to hit the ball as hard as I can. And even seven years later, it's still hard to get out of that habit. Likewise, you know, me playing baseball since I was five, six years old, I, I whenever I tee up, I feel like I'm stepping into the batter's box. Same. And I w- want to kill that fucking ball. And I even, like, whenever I do do my clubs, like, I'm I'm like – you know, doing like this little, little flinch, like I'm, like I'm yeah, swinging you, a bat. You still have those like <laughs> rhythmic yeah. muscle memory yeah. type motions in there. You know, yeah. you, you know when you, you when you speak of you know, oh, you know, like not enjoying golf. Now you do. You know what I started enjoying this mark is some girls basketball. Some women's basketball. The women's basketball NCAA this year. Was oh, really the best. Shit, it was cra- better than the men's. It was a really <laughs> enjoyable. Holy crap! Like I know there's always those. You know, you always had your UConn and your and your Notre Scott Dame, and, uh, Baylor, yeah, Baylor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, but then all of a sudden, you you watch this Iowa, and you got this lady named Clark, and you're like, Caitlin Clark. This is a badass woman, man. Her jump Damn. shot is, is beautiful. Holy crap, she's badass. She can shoot those. She can deep drive. Threes. She's it's, good. She's yeah. good with the ball. She she has good awareness. She she's a good facilitator as well. I was impressed. I, I was. You know, we'll get into the whole Reese and Clark situation. But you know, her Clark's game was great all season. And f- for Iowa to make it that far and to get to the national championship was very impressive. And well, I mean, well, I mean yeah, what a definitely. Heck of a game. You know, even LSU, like those LSU, uh, uh, LSU girls, man, they were hell of players too. Like there was just some damn good basketball. Like Iowa, um, whenever South Carolina and L- or was it LSU, or Iowa? It was I can't remember. Iowa, I think. I mean, what a damn good game! Like South Carolina undefeated all year. You know, and then and that's who I thought was going to win it all was yeah. South Carolina. So I mean, for Iowa to go in there and beat South Carolina, that was huge, huge. Yeah, probably. I mean, would you call that an upset? For for me, I think it is. I mean, but 
Um, yeah, that was huge for them. So I think South Carolina was was projected to be the favorite. Oh yeah, all year, all year. Yeah, especially that matchup. Yeah, women's basketball gets a bad rap because of the 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 eyeballs that are on the WNBA are, are not as significant as the NBA. It's just, you know, it's just great whenever you hear like you know, especially today when you hear the report of you know, especially with Iowa with Clark, you know, when they're trying to stop ticket sales or season ticket sales because uh, they, they they can't handle it. And what I mean by they can't handle it is like they're trying to figure out like okay, like people want to go see this and they're ready. I'm like, hell yeah! Like you should have figured that shit so out. They're having a skyrocket. Well, they're going. Like, they they should have figured that shit out. Like you know, this shit's gonna happen. And the cool thing is, is in college now, nil is a thing. Yeah. Right. It's a huge presence, and these girls are making more money as college athletes mm-hmm. than they would as. WNBA professional athletes. Yeah, because the WNBA ain't paying their players shit. So, like, Reese is going to stay in college a lot longer, and Clark probably will too, and I think that's awesome. You yeah, know? I think Clark is going to be a senior next year. That's good. I yeah, think so. I, I think every college athlete, especially in women's sports, should exhaust their eligibility and, and play as long as they can. Yeah, 100%. Because a lot of athletes want to leave to go to the next level for money. and. Mm-hmm. You know, these girls are making more money in college than they'll ever make outside of college at the next level, which I think is great. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, and let's dive into the Reese and Clark issue with the whole the competitive spirit between the two and the, the backlash that Reese got. What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think we can all agree, um, at least for me, um, Angel Reese got this backlash for one reason and one reason only, and that's because of the color of her skin. I mean, uh, I it so is too, it yeah. is what it is. Um, because you know, again, Caitlin Clark did um, similar hand gestures, similar hand gestures, and, and things like that. Yeah, in in prior games, and nobody ever talked about it. But then, as soon as Angel Reese did it to her, all of a sudden it was a big problem. Yeah. Um, and here's and here's my thoughts about it: is number one, um, nobody had a problem. I mean, everybody have a, had a problem with it, but Caitlin Clark. <laughs> exactly. You know, Caitlin Clark was like, "Hey, y'all need to lay off of her." Like, 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 what the hell, you know? And I have a, a ultimate respect for her for her coming out and saying that. Um. You know, and then the only thing that I didn't like about Angel Reese doing what she did was just the fact that she wasn't even like the second best player on her team for that game. That's what kind of upset me about it. You know, LSU scored 102 points in that game, which is astounding for Mm -hmm. a female basketball game. She only scored 10 of those 102 points. So for you to go around talking all that shit when you only scored 10 points, like to me, that kind of bothers me, you know? Right. Because Morris, Morris was the one who was the baller of that fucking game. Didn't she have 21 points in the first half? Uh, Well, she, well, she, she balled out in the second half. 
Or who, bought, one she, of her teammates had like Morris. 20 something points. Yeah, in the they first were, half. that's it, crazy. Yeah. I mean, it might have been the first half. I'm, I'm not for sure. I mean, I was playing Call of Duty Mobile while watching the game at the same time. So, but anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, but yeah, Morris was like the MVP of that game. Mm-hmm. And she, like, she looked like a little female Allen Iverson. Like, she reminded me a lot of Allen Iverson. I don't know why in that game. But, Her so, so for Reese, yeah. Instinct, like yeah, ball so handling, Reese, everything. Yeah, ball handling, passing. You know, driving in the paint, scoring was on point. Scoring, yeah, it was is it was amazing what she did. And again, Angel Reese is considered one of the 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 best players in the nation. But again, in the national championship game, she scores ten points. Right. And then, but she's she's the one talking the loudest shit, and I'm just like, mm, you know, that that's what bothered me about it. Um. You know, and then the fact that she literally chased Caitlin Clark around the court and just to do those hand gestures, that kind of bothered me a little bit. Um, I'm not going to necessarily say it was classless like a lot of people say, oh, she's classless for that. I'm not going to say it's necessarily she's classless, classless, but, you know, me as, as, a, as a former... You know, I never, I never played in college, but I, I, I've played since I was a little kid. I played in high school, and I always had the mindset to be respectful to the other team and to the other players, whether I won or right. whether I lost. Win with class, lose with class. E- exactly. And did I talk a little shit every once in a while? Yeah, of, of course. course. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the game, it was always respect. You know. Uh, I never, I, I never went and chased people around no. the softball field just to make a statement and just to talk my shit. Like I, I never did that, you know. And I'm again, I'm not gonna call it classless. I'm not gonna say it's classless, but it's part of the game, it, you know. It, yeah, it's part of the game. And a lot of times, as a competitor, you get caught up in the moment and. And you do get overjoyed, or you, you know, you, you shed I think those that, emotions on the court or on the yeah. field or wherever you are. And, and I think they that's come what it, I think that's what it was with her. And I think that's why she did chase Kate, Caitlin Clark around because I mean, she is the best player on Iowa. She is probably the best player in the nation, and you are now you're beating that that best player in the nation. You you are the one getting the ring. So of course, if you are going to talk that shit. That's who you're going to probably aim it at. Right. Especially when Caitlin Clark also dishes out that shit talk herself. Right. <laughs> you the, know, the entire she season. does. She does. I mean, and you, people when can you deny that, it all they want. When you are that dude, you are that girl, and, and yeah. you, you can back up what you, t- what you say on the court and, and how you play. Yeah. I mean, it comes out, and I don't see anything wrong with it. Look, I do this, I've done the same thing in the past playing football, playing baseball, just the the amount of emotions that are in, involved in sports is astronomical. I mean, you you have those moments where you're just going to you're going to talk your shit. You're going to you're going to pull up and you're going to let them know this is this is me and mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I I don't see anything wrong with it because like like you said, it is part of the sport and Caitlin Clark did it most of the year anyway. I mean, there are yeah. plenty of clips of her using the plenty. same hand motion. Plenty. And, 
and, and Anthem. being Anthem. being flamboyant with with you know earning that success on the court, which it's it's part of the game. It, yeah. it is. You can't get upset about it. And a lot of people it, that do get upset, and like they've they, never been in those those high intense mo- and, moments. And, in and games. like both of them said, the men do it all the time, and exactly. it's never a problem. Problem. But when the my women athletes do, do it all the time to the, each other, when the women do it, all of a sudden it's oh 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 that's classless. Yeah. Oh, that's disrespectful. Yeah. You know, like that doesn't make sense to me. Oh. You know. Yeah, I mean, in football, I, I, a lot of my athletes they'll 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 put their hand to the ground and. and Express that the the person that they caught the ball on is small, that mm-hmm. they're they're little, or they babied them. You know that's just part of like it's part of competitive organized sports. When you when you get in those moments and you do have that success, you're gonna you're gonna act a little bit out of character at times. Yeah, but th- th- there's nothing wrong with that if if you do it in a competitive way, not. In a classless way, like you know, there there have been times where players will flip off other other players, or you know, step on other players, step over. Hey, players. and there was a but, girl. I can't remember what team she was on. Uh, was it was it Louisville or a girl during the handshake after the end of the game? Mm-hmm. She she like sucker punched the other player, yeah, like Legarrette Blunt when he played for Boise State after the game. He he sucker punched a guy after a game, and yeah. That that really tarnished him as a competitor and as an athlete for a long time. He had to mm-hmm. really work hard to earn that that solid reputation back that he once had because he yeah. acted way out of character, yeah. like to the point where it's embarrassing to himself and to his teammates. Mm-hmm. And when you get to that point, there's no turning back. But if you can keep it within the the realms of competitive sports, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Shit talking is part of the the mental warfare as well. Yeah, four games. Any any game you play, I don't care if you're playing chess, you're playing tennis, you're playing baseball, football. If you can get in that other player's head, you shit, can have I a competitive talk, advantage. I talk, I talk shit playing fucking dominoes. We talk shit to each other playing <laughs> golf. No, yeah, we I mean, were talking, yeah we were talking shit to each other today. It just it's but not, it's all fun and games, it is, you know. Yeah. At the end of the day, nothing's better when you talk shit on dominoes. You're like. Add motherfucker, count with your fingers, bitch. Add your toes, bitch. Like, <laughs> but, not counting ass, bitch. But here's my thing: is like I feel like number one, the media twisted everything, and then also all these fans twisted shit. They, um, they made it a racial they, thing. Yeah, they made it a yeah. racial thing, um, which is ridiculous. Um, at the end of the day, Caitlin Clark and Angel Reith. Angel Reese both have mad respect for each other. Oh yeah, even Angel all Reese love afterwards during the post interview, both post games, post game interviews, even said, "I have nothing but respect for Caitlin Clark. She's she's the best player in the nation. I have nothing but but respect for her." You know, even that came out of her mouth. Same thing with Morris. She said the same thing, and even at the beginning of the game, she's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm star, I'm starstruck." You know, because I'm getting to meet. Caitlin Clark right now, you know, and they show them, you know, handshaking and hugging and all this other stuff before the game. They have nothing but respect for each other. But it's just, again, like we mentioned, when you're playing sports, you're going to be competitive. I mean, that's the whole reason why you're playing to begin with, you know. And I mean, that psychological advantage yeah. is huge. And, you know, you see it in UFC all the time. Yeah. Those press conferences yeah. are nothing but trash talk. 
Mm-hmm. And then what happens at the end they of their fight? They do it fight? because they're trying to sell the fight. Well, yeah, you got to, you got to, you people, gotta, people don't want to see it. two nice guys that love each other fight. And I, they I don't want to see, they want to see two guys that hate each other fight. That's another why they example shit. is like the modern NBA. They're all friends. None of them hate each other. Like back in, back in the seventies, eighties and nineties where yeah. players would absolutely despise other teams like the the bad you boys the pistons they, they hated everybody yeah you don't have any like magic bird you know um rivalries like you don't you do, yeah like you did back in the 80s you know or or uh you know kobe and, and that's the iverson i feel like that's the era that we're from like you you don't you may respect the opponent but you're not you're not we're gonna openly say that you're, oh, that's that's my best friend. But you always remember, like, like it, it's just it's cutthroat, man. When it comes down to it, too, it's, what sucks too is like whenever they hear about bad publicity, right? People are like, oh man, we we got it. We that's, that's that's our name, like, okay, like you you're fine. There's nothing wrong with bad publicity, like be the bad bitches, be the bad boys, whatever you gotta be. And make a name for yourself. Like, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you've got to create an edge somehow. Yeah, like, you know, I don't like. You know, when when we talk about shit like this, you know, think about Ray Lewis. You hear all this shit. You know what he did with in his past and all that, but at the same time, boy, badass. And you think about um, Isaiah Thomas. No. Reggie Miller. You think about Reggie they were Miller. hated. Yeah. Absolutely hated Dennis, in their in their heyday. You think about Dennis Rodman. You think about a lot of people that just. I mean, they didn't get too like even Allen Iverson, like you know, like he was just a badass boy. That's what I I just don't I don't like about modern sports is, you know, is that like, whole friend you, you thing. Hear, it's like you hear like whenever LeBron gets about oh like, shut the fuck up LeBron like okay yeah you said it all right move on like. Why are you getting your feelings hurt? You're know. teaching these other fuckers how, well, well, well get connected with your mind. Fuck that. I like, like the competitive go. edge. I like the dog that comes out, and I like the the hatred that happens in sports. I, I, I think it's good for the game because at the end of the day, it's all competition. And yeah. that, that makes everyone rise to expectations, and, and you become a better player because of it. You know? 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's – the thing is, like I said, Why, just, rivalries are the best. Exactly. They really Let, are. And let's talk about some rivalries that that stand out that are still that are still rivalries, whether it be players versus players. I mean, there's 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 not as many, and, and you know, the ones that I come off the top of my head are just the college football rivalries. You know, you've got you've got Ohio State and Michigan, OU and Texas, and it to me, it it's a breath of fresh air because rivalries drive sports and i feel like we don't have enough of them anymore what do you think is the best rival like the greatest rivalry ever of all time of all time like if it of any sport any that's any a, that's any a tough league. one for me, it'd have to be probably Yankees Red Yan- Sox. That's that's what, yeah. I mean, like yeah. uh, when I think of rivalry, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. I think of Cowboys you know. Eagles. But you you know even with the Yankees in Boston, like when you think about that now, like the last couple of times I've watched them, I'm like, throw the ball at his fucking head. You yeah. don't do that. 
pitch at him. And, and that, well, and that's what's crazy with me because you know I'm I'm not a Yankees or a Red Sox fan. No, but when I no. think of rivalries, that's the rivalry I think of is. It's one of the most bitter Boston, rivalries of Boston all time. Boston and New York, you, and know? you know. You think of that rivalry, it's been around for, you know, over 100 years. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think for a rivalry to have prominence, for have to have that hatred, it's got to have that tradition. Yeah. You know. And Texas, Oklahoma is, an, is probably going to be number two for me. Because it's it's not just with the football. It's like literally with everything. Texas versus Oklahoma in yeah. anything yeah. is a fucking uh, rivalry. OU Texas is always Oklahoma hate. hates Texas. Texas hates Oklahoma. Well, it's just one of those things. I you, mean. But, you know, even when, when you hear this. You not know, even when it comes to sports. It's just like with anything. Well, even, exactly. Like, one of the, you know, and I think about, you know, you're just coming locally, right? You think about Tascos and Emerald High. Mm-hmm. Cap Rock and PD, right? Biggest yeah. rivalries against each other, right? Okay. I know Tascosa and Emerald High, probably one of the biggest rivalries here in the state of Texas, right? And like, I'll ask kids, like, hey, man, well, you know, it's, it's Hell Week. Or what's Hell Week? Yeah. There's no I'm like, substance I'm like, behind you know what hell week is? the tradition like, well, anymore. What are you talking about? Spirit man, week? back in the day, PD and Cap Rock used to but be But then that's what I'm saying. Then man, you were, you, I would ask Cap Rock, like, you need anything? Like, no, I'm like, 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 what happened to that kind of shit? I think it's what just the, the evolution just, of our society. It, yeah, it's just people are more sensitive nowadays oh, let's to, go to, Snapchat. People, to people's feelings. <laughs> you know, because I, I remember Everyone's one friends year. Now. I remember one year. I don't know if it was my freshman year or my sophomore year, but Caprock came to PD and spray painted buildings. Yes, I think in, it was in, in 03 uh, or 04. Yep. Yeah, so 03 would have been my sophomore year, and they spray-painted buildings on PD's campus saying, you know, PD sucks, you know, blah, blah, blah. They did whatever. that my senior year, too. You know. Yep. And, and it was it was pure hate. We wanted to beat them, and that drove mm-hmm. the competitive nature with all of us. It, it gave us that edge to want to go out there and beat the living hell out of them. And we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. They sprayed our they spray painted our buildings, but we whooped the shit out of them on the football field. So, and, exactly. yeah, I mean, Tasco Samuel High was one of those traditional, like, just bitter, bitter crosstown rivalries that was I, huge. And 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 at one time, Amarillo High and PD was was a huge well, rivalry here in I town can, for the longest. Time. I can still remember my senior year whenever, and I still remember to this day. Whenever ta- then Tasco's to beat us, they beat us fair square no matter what. You know, they're fuck. You know, they're fucking. Their their student section ran onto the field and they fucking celebrated. I still remember that. Like mm-hmm. what a fucking kick to the face. And I just remember, like if that doesn't burn your fucking soul, like then why the fuck are you playing? Why are you a, why are you when you're an athlete? That should burn your fucking soul. That should fucking intimidate like. Fucking, just you want to kill somebody? <laughs> it, 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 like it ooh. should make you want to have that fuel to come back even stronger next year and beat the living hell out of them. Given the next of, oppor- opportunity. Speaking of, I just want to give a shout out to PD's baseball team. They beat Amarillo High and Tascosa they so did. far this year. They did, and that that hasn't been done in probably over thirty years. Yeah. So I mean, shout out to PD's baseball very team. Impressive. They're, they're they're looking really good so far this year. Well, here's the thing. Very good. Here's the thing. I I got I was privileged to go and umpire one of one of the PD's varsity, and man, they got some bats. They have got some good. 
So a good little lineup. Leslie Shaw's son you is know? like the, I guess like their their main cleanup hitter. And um, oh, he was just, a beast back in the day just too. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Leslie Leslie was ba- was a beast back in the day. Um, he used to play city league um, against him. Mm-hmm. He's he's yeah. He was a huge softball <laughs> player for a long time. Yeah, um, but yeah, his kid. Um, he's so good that teams typically walk him every time he's coming up to or bat. they're back at the war because track. all he does all he does is <laughs> yeah. is hit the ball out like that that's how good he is so yeah and, and like that right there that's that's man that shows like that shows mad respect like mad respect good coaching well, yeah. and, and kids that really want to compete and win like i mean yeah, i'm I mean, impressed because when when i was there we won two games my senior year and, you know, I played on varsity since I was a sophomore. The whole season, y'all. The, the whole God season. We had we had three of us that that grew up playing baseball for the majority of our roster. Mm-hmm. No one had any experience, so yeah, it was, it was rough. They, it was they, rough. They beat they beat Emerald Bond of the school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we beat Dalhart in, in a oh, tournament in Tampa. We almost beat Perryton too. It, it was just it was a struggle, and I I'm glad to see programs like that thrive and have that success because it's it's so rare mm-hmm. when you come from an area that does not have the farm system of kids growing up and playing club ball and yeah and competitive baseball it's just it's it's yeah, a breath North, of fresh air North, north side amarillo is going to be mostly a football basketball yeah, side you, of town you know oh well, yeah you know soccer soccer oh, yeah. really soccer good too. yeah they're thriving on soccer that's for sure that uh, that, that yeah, team. PD's PD's soccer team. <laughs> well, baby, in camera, I mean, two they, boys I mean, soccer they're, team. They're, yeah, they're 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 kicking the shit up, not even just uh, out of each other, but you know, like just around. I mean, yeah, they man. are doing a damn good job. You know, and like I was telling, like you know, I, I you know as an umpire, like I know I'm out there to do my job. As you know, I gotta call outs, I gotta call strikes, I gotta do all that. But I'm not I'm not gonna just sit there. And not say a fucking word. Like I have You're gonna to, interact. You have that personality. I, well yeah, I have to mentor. I'm like Yeah. Like yesterday I was You're telling one of the pictures, yeah. I was like, Hey, I was like, throw it. I was like, Why are you trying to place it? There's no placing. Throw the damn ball. He said, like, Well, I'm like, if you hit him, you hit him. Who cares? I was like, You need to learn now as a pitcher. Just throw the damn ball and if you just throw it. That's it. Yeah. Throw it the hard as you can. And that's it. And that's, that's how you start. get better. Uh, yeah. You got to take risks as a competitor. And I mean, and just little things like that. I think, you know, and I know, you know, even as as coaches, whenever we're about, you know, kids are so they're so scared to take risk. I'm like, quit worrying about the risk. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. You go for it. I and mean, then if and what's and yeah. like I said, what's wrong with a little bit of positive criticism? Or constructive uh, feedback. Yeah, constructive I mean, that, feedback, yeah. as as a ref, a ump, that's awesome because you know, at the sub varsity level, we get a lot of that from our referees. Yeah. You know, and, I, I was, and it's I was, great. I was telling one of these kids, he plays he plays first base. And I was telling us, man, I love your swing. I was like, but can I give you a tip? And he's like, yeah. I was like, so like, quit dropping your shoulder. So why are you dropping your back shoulder? I was like, you're not going to hit nothing out. You're not a you're not a you're not a hit you're not a hitter like that. Said, so stay tall. Throw your hands and fucking just rip the ball. I promise you, then you'll be become a better hitter. The next time he went up the bat, he did that and he got a good hit. Yeah, my goal as as a hitter for as long as I played was to make contact and get it in play. I was not a power hitter, but I sure hell I could make contact 
and I could run the bases. And if if you're a hitter, your team's going to be successful. And you just got to take risks, right? You got to swing away. Don't let me get me started with base running. I have seen, <laughs> I have seen, I I have seen some of the most terrible base running in the world. I, I guess I mean I, I I'll, I'll admit it right now. I, yeah, I got to play baseball, and I, yeah, but I didn't get to start outfield or anything. I was the courtesy runner, no matter what, and I loved it. I took and that was my job. You took pride in it. I took hell yeah, I took pride in it. But the one kills me. What kills me is whenever that pitcher is not even on the mound and they're taking their lead. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like you don't start stepping until that guy gets his ass on the mound on the rubber, yeah. and then you start taking your lead. Like that is plain and simple. And I see this, and then these kids get mad when they get picked up. I'm like, dumbass, you're not supposed to take your lead until you take. Like, ugh. Well, coach, they're trying to get that competitive edge. They're trying to, they're trying to just get that jump start, which it backfires. You're right. It's that's insane. I've, I never would start my my lead off until yeah. they were on the rubber or they're they're starting the process of the stretch of the wind up, and I'm gone. And then and then this whole like for me, one of the and wind up, I'm automatically gone. One of my, <laughs> oh no, one of my biggest thing, one of my oh my biggest pet peeve is whenever they get on the mount. And then they take their initially, they do like a crossover step. I'm like, you know, you cross over and they throw over, you're going to get fucking oh, yeah. tangled you're up. You're out of position. You're you're going to get tangled. I'm like, what are you doing? You're going to have to dive ever back. Do, I said, you just take a side step. That's all you got to do. Right. I said, I said when you if you have to dive back, you should dive back to the length of your body. We're on the subject of rivalries. So I want to know if some other rivalries that stand out in your mind that are above the rest. You know, some that come to mind, Duke, North Carolina, Green Bay, Chicago. And, Adrian, you're a huge Green Bay fan. So so tell me, how how bitter is that rivalry still? I feel like professional football still, it's the rivalries, as, mu- as far as the fans are concerned, mm-hmm. it's still bitter, it's still heated, it still has the substance that it once had years ago. Am I right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but for me... Uh, you know, I've been I've been a, a fan of Green Bay since I was at least eight years old. So that's at least since mm, nineteen ninety four, and we've whooped Chicago's ass every year since then, um, pretty much for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we lead the series as far as wins and things like that. I think I think there's more of a. I I actually, for me as a Green Bay fan. I feel like there's more of a heated rivalry with the Vikings than there is the Bears. Um, that's that's just, that's just the way that I feel. I feel like that rivalry, especially as of late, is a lot more heated. Um, and don't you think the fans kind of carry the hatred and the and the tradition of the rivalry? Oh yeah, way absolutely. more than the players do nowadays. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and I mean, of course, the players can't heighten it too. Like Aaron Rodgers, he talks a lot of shit about Chicago. He calls himself Chicago, he calls himself Chicago's daddy. You know, he scores a touchdown in Chicago's end zone and says, tells all the fans that he still owns them. And Discount so, double check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's so. You know, uh, it's. But what what makes what makes a, a rivalry? Well, thrive and, and continue to be a rivalry. 
Well, I think a lot of it has to do with just the history. I mean, when you look at the NFL history, I mean, the Bears and the Packers have been around since, like, the early 20s. Mm. You know, they've been around for a long time. And then, plus, you have, like, this whole Midwest thing. I mean, us being from Texas, we don't understand that. But, I mean, there's, like, this whole Midwest rivalry thing. Yeah. I I feel like we get get cast in the Midwest – realm of of things sometimes being this far up in texas i mean sometimes people don't give us credit for being part of texas and being part of the south we get disrespected but yeah we can go down that rabbit hole another time yeah that's that's a solid rivalry that always continues to be because of the tradition but what's a rivalry pinya that you are a fan of that that is still very heated oh man y'all won't even know y'all a bunch of kids no let me hear it you wouldn't know, bitch. I mean, you're a year older than me, bitch. <laughs> yeah, nah, so let me hear it. Yeah, bitch. Let's just it's all about. Let's just call each other bitch. Fucking no. Y'all. The best. One of the best rivalry, and, I, and I've seen it. It's a fucking great rivalry. Uh-huh. But it's really not the biggest sport in America. Let's hear it. And it ain't football. And it ain't cricket. It's rugby. Rugby. Oh, goddamn. I, I don't know anything about rugby, okay, so you're going to have to explain this to me like I'm five. Okay. One of the biggest rivalries. And I I, I, was, I, I sat down and I watched when one of my, my best friends, her dad, it was a fucking huge match. And I was like, wow, unbelievable. Fucking New Zealand uh-huh. and South Africa. I believe it. I believe it. It is a fucking huge ass right. Like, and players I, hate each other, right? I'm talking, yes. I am talking a fucking rival. Like, I guess it's bigger than Manchester United and Manchester City. Like, it is bigger than Boston and Yankees. Like, I thought those were big. I, no, I promise you. I thought these were fucking rivals. Real Madrid and Barcelona. I thought these were like, but when it comes to New Zealand and South Africa, Holy shit! They fucking hate each other, and they push it over the edge because Ooh. they physically want to want to hurt each other. The fans do. Oh yeah, everyone does. I involved. mean, it is a almost like riots. It is yeah. It is a straight <laughs> up fucking let's. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. Like overseas sports, you know, soccer and and rugby and and even cricket and all that, they get way more like rabid intense. intense than we do in the states as far as their their support like they're willing to kill a motherfucker i know like, <laughs> like even like with cricket i know it's usually like india and i don't know some sri lanka i don't do that reminds me of they, that. they fucking get after it they like, do they, they do i like, agree oh, yeah, yeah. That, absolutely that reminds me of that movie green street hooligans Mm. Oh yeah, like when you, when, <laughs> that shit, it, that's it, like one of my favorite movies. That is a time. great movie too. I, I agree. That's a great movie. Euro Trip. Yeah, <laughs> 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 right. They take it to another level. That's for sure. You know they're willing to kill each other over these fucking sports teams. They are. Right? It, it's it's religion and it, it's it's more than it, it means something more to them. You know, and they live for it. And we you know we live for our sports too, but. To a certain degree, we, we draw a line in the sand because we're we're scared of the repercussions from the law, right? They're not. <laughs> they yeah. are totally not. Like, man, it was like, it, it, shout out to Ted if he ever listens to this. Ted Lasso? No, his name is Ted. <laughs> he, he, um, he's from, he was born and raised in South Africa. 
Okay. And I remember when the game came on, he was like, Ping, you're, you're going to love it. And I was like, yeah, like, I mean, I, I mean, it was a fucking good game. It was fun. How intense was he watching it? The whole time. I mean, he was Did he like, get pissed off? Oh, like, yeah. Well, they emotions. scored. They're like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, I mean, and you know how emotional I get with my Sooners, man. I in college uh, football, I, I, I go over the top, too. Kiss your sister harder, bitches. James go mm-hmm. crazy over the motherfucking nah. Oklahoma ass. I do, Sooners. I do. He does, he does. You know, so, but like you said, that, that's the true blue-collar blue collar program for the rest of his life all the time. Shut your ass up. <laughs> all right, so moving on. Yeah. Our next topic, Adrian, why don't you introduce this one? Because it is going to be very entertaining. So, a lot of you have heard that Bud Light is coming under a lot of scrutiny. Especially from conservative Americans because they have partnered with a trans TikTok star by the name of Dylan Mulvaney. Hmm. Um, So, conservatives such as Kid Rock and Travis Tritt both of whom have not been fucking relevant since, like, the 90s, um, <laughs> right. have been basically boycotting Bud Light, saying that they'll never drink it again, and blah, 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 because, again, they have partnered with a trans TikTok star. So what are y'all's thoughts? I wasn't, I wasn't very well read up on this issue. I casually saw it on social media and whatnot. But I did see the backlash from the conservative world, like, you know, Travis Tritt and Kid Rock and a few others. There's some other country stars who are, like, yeah. refusing to yeah, I mean, endorse uh, Bud Light. And that's their choice. That's their prerogative. Whatever. But it's it's surprising. I, I, didn't, I don't even know who the TikTok star is. Yep. Um, me, me either. Um, basically, Mulvaney is, a, is apparently a popular social media star, but uh, she took to Instagram to promote a contest for the beer and showed off commemorative cans with her face on them, celebrating her 365 days of girlhood series. So she's officially been a woman for the last year. Um, I want to hear your position on this, Adrian. That's what I want to hear. Why? Is it because I'm a part of the LGBTQ community? Is yes. that why? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Look, Bud Light is shit anyway. Okay, water. it tastes like shit. It's the worst fucking beer ever. I don't know how the fuck I made it through my 20s drinking that shit because I haven't drank it since my 20s. Um but but besides that, um the fact that people are bashing the company for you know, having this person promote their beer or whatever, I think that's just fucking stupid. I mean, um, what does it have to do with you? How does it affect you personally? You know, and it's the same way I I feel about anything. You know, um, what someone does in their personal life, in their home, with whoever they want, doesn't have anything to do with you. 
It doesn't. It doesn't affect you whatsoever. It doesn't keep you from going home to your wife or your husband or whoever you sleep with at night. It doesn't affect you. You know, whether someone is gay, straight, lesbian, bi, pan, transgender, whatever, it doesn't affect you whatsoever. I've never understood why people get bent up over stuff that doesn't have anything to do with them. I've never understood it. I still don't understand it to this day. You know, um, I just, I just don't get it. You know, it, um, I agree. Regardless, and, and, and not only that, but if, if Kid Rock and Travis Tritt, again, who, who are both irrelevant fucking country singers, they haven't had any kind of success since Kid Rock since at least the early 2000s, Travis Tritt since like the mid-fucking-90s, okay? If they both stop drinking drinking Bud Light right now, Bud Light's still going to make millions of dollars every fucking year off of other people who are still gonna, going to drink Bud Light. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just crazy to me. Like I it's just another topic that the media wants to blow up and I think it's fucking stupid. But regardless of what this transgender TikTok star does in their personal life, it doesn't affect any of us. It doesn't. Right. And the the coverage of their stance and opinion is is just another example of America being divisive. Yeah. And trying um, to divide everyone once I mean, again, like, yeah, they have their opinion. They're entitled to it. Great. That's fine. But why magnify their opinion and push it out there and just try to create more division amongst Americans and anyone who associates with the beer? And not only that, but have y'all seen the, the, the photo that's floating around of Kid Rock drinking gay Bud Light next to a Yes, I have queen? seen that, yeah. <laughs> Is it is is either a drag queen or an uh, dra- a transgender person um, from like way back in the day? Yeah, that's the the <laughs> issue I have with it is just the coverage and pushing the narratives out there to make everyone hate each other further. Well, yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. The one thing if, if a person goes up to me and says, "Yo, you want to go drink a beer?" Yeah, let's go to the house. If they got a Bud Light in the hand to me, I'm going to fucking drink it. Yeah. Okay. I don't care about the stance. I don't give two fucks about the stance on that. Like, who cares? It's a beer. It's a fucking beer. That's all it is. Like, why does it matter? When did, when did the beer companies become so all, all of a sudden political? Right? Right. Like, why? Like, who gives a shit? Like, it's just, give me a beer. Let's hang out and have a good time. That's another yeah. thing. Who like gives, like these big corporations like trying to play it? one side of the fence who or the other. Shit like that? And that's why I get so like, oh my God, man, you got to be kidding me here. You got to be kidding me that now, I mean, like, no, like it doesn't matter. Like what? It doesn't matter what beer you drink, what alcohol, how, if you don't even drink at all, who cares? But let's keep it let's, neutral let's, and let's, let's move go. about. Yeah. yeah. Like, why does it matter? And when, when, when I heard this shit, I was like. You gotta be kidding me, guys! Like you gotta be like, why are we so fucking sensitive about? So I mean, like, who cares? I mean, yeah, the if left the, and the right if, if are the, equally the, as sensitive. If the can and has, this proves it. If the can has rainbows, I don't give two shits. It's gonna taste like beer. Like, <laughs> like who gives a shit? Like, it does not change 
anything. It, I mean, it doesn't change anything. And if you feel like it changes you as a person, then you are fucking weak. You are weak as a person. Like, it is a can. It is, does not mean anything. And here's the thing, like... That's why, like... People... Like, like even with me, like, I, and I'm not trying to be... Like, people that raise the Confederate friend, like, if that's you, okay. I am not going to sit here and argue with you about that. Right. There's no reason to. It breeds hate. It breeds, it just, yeah, it breeds that's, more that's division. That's you. That's fine. Like... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna waste my breath on that. It just there's no reason to. It comes. It, if you got Bud Light, give it to me. Let me drink and let's go. Like, right? Who gives a shit? The origin of people getting in their feelings will never, you know, be, no, I, be pinpointed because everyone no. has their own opinion. Everyone has their own stance. Everyone is different. Everyone's unique. So everybody's going to think differently. Yeah, like and there's just, no reason to criticize people over what they believe or what they think. No, but that's the climate of the world. And that's how things have always been. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. And it sucks, but that's just, well, yeah, that's, that's the it, world. And that's just, it makes me people mad. are going to disagree and they're going like to be cutthroat towards the other side of the fence. Woman, you know, like it's just like if this woman slash lady, whatever, Whatever she is, what, what you, whatever, it doesn't matter. It does not change my. It, it should not. It's not going to change my lifestyle. Why should it change my lifestyle? But people are allowing it to change their lifestyle. I know those things, but why? Why? Like, was it really worth it? Well, like, they think that it's a call to action. Like they're they're standing up for what they believe in, and they're trying to make make it known that their their opinion is is important and it matters amongst everyone else like they want to yeah. make sure that they get their message well, across you know, everyone like for me you know like i know who i am and whatever message i have it doesn't matter to the u.s because the only thing like, i mean i'm not trying to be related but all that matters is what god matters and that's all that matters yeah I, and it just circles back the, to the fact that people just need to shut the hell up and, and stay in their lane and worry about themselves right. and not let things go get under their skin because you know the right wants to point at the left for them to you know because they but get so sensitive but you know here they are doing the exact when I heard same about thing the whole budweiser thing and everything i was just like you you gotta be kidding me you gotta like we're really gonna argue about why, this yeah why? yeah why like we have other shit to we have more important shit to worry about there's way more important shit than this oh absolutely yeah why should we worry about somebody's choice whatever they want that's fine let them if they're happy, that is the best thing. If they're happy, thank you, Lord. Let them be happy. Like, that's great. But why? Why do we have to make it so Because political? that's just how humans are by nature. And and it, it's always going to be that just, way. We're all pieces of shit. The, just, everyone's going to want to voice just, their opinion and scream at the top of the mountain and, and, and think that they're right. That's just, just the nature of... Who we are? It just makes me mad. I'm not gonna ruin whatever the person. I don't. I'm not gonna ruin. I'm not gonna sit here and voice my opinion. Ruin their happiness to because ruin their happiness. because your opinion and your it's stance and your it. perspective is not the same. As it's theirs. not worth it. it. Yeah, I agree it's with that. It's Not worth it. If they're happy. That's God. That's great. That is great. I'm glad they found happiness, and I hope they continue. That's hard to find, right? Heck yeah. I hope it continues, and I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm, if I can be part of your happiness, great. Right, mm-hmm. but other than that, okay. Got to all accept one another. Keep going. We have to live with one another, so <laughs> we might as keep well keep going. 
ELE, everyone love Ooh, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Adrian, we, we've got a bracket here no, to end uh, the podcast. Fine, we got some bars. We're going to do a bracket, baby. A bar stool bracket. What is the bracket consisting of this time? Um, The best... Are things the best? Are things so? so they start of, with the letter of, R. Yes, all okay. of them start with the letter R. Okay. Okay. Uh, number one versus number sixteen. Racks as in breast versus <laughs> number sixteen. Roan. I'm assuming this is some person that maybe works for Barstool. Some white dude is is in oh, the picture. Come on, racks. Roan, R-O-N-E. I'm just going to go ahead and just say that we all universally agree breast. Yeah, yeah, sorry. As in, a.k.a. racks. Yeah, Ron, go fuck yourself. They're moving to the next fucking round. Racks. Can't, be, can't go wrong with a nice set of racks. All right. Moving across the board, number three, roller coasters versus number 14, restaurants. Okay, we're going to have to mm. have some discourse on this one here. That's going to be tough. I'm not a big fan of roller coasters. I, I don't I'm, I, I've, I don't like heights, um, but I love to eat, so I'm going to go with restaurants. I'm restaurants. I agree. Yeah, and my position on this is re- roller coasters. Like, excuse me, I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm going to die. I don't find any enjoyment. Nothing beats a good fucking And ever since I was, I was young, I've, I've hated roller coasters. Restaurants, food, uh, of course. That's the better R word out of those two, no doubt. Sweet. 100%. You're, you're a bitch if you want roller coasters. 100%. <laughs> All right, next we have number eight. Well, then, then <laughs> Fuck roller coasters are so stupid and pointless. We have number eight reefer versus number nine rainforest cafe. Uh, rainforest re- re- cafe. reefer all the way. <laughs> I've been to a rainforest cafe. I've never been. And it, I've been. It was a. It, first of all, the food was not good. No. The the whole entertainment like really like you. I'm like I was like fuck this like no no reefer all the way. Sorry. I've never been to Rainforest Cafe, and every time I've ever smoked weed, it's always been a bad experience. <sighs> so I'm kind of torn between the two, but because I've at least tried weed, I'm going to go this with This is Reefer. such a weird bracket. <laughs> like, I'm going to go so with Reefer. <laughs> Rainforest Cafe, I've been to two. I've been to one in San Antonio and one in Dallas, and there's nothing special about the Rainforest Cafe, except... If you brought your kids or you are a kid and you love jungle theme things and you love the fantasy of it, that's the only positive thing about it. Yeah. Never smoked weed, so I would say that, that, would, that would be a lot cooler, <laughs> so we're going to go with that. <laughs> All right, cool. So Reefer is moving on. So across the bracket, number six, Raphael, as in the Ninja Turtle Raphael versus number 11, Rihanna. (laughs) Fuck Rihanna. I'm so tired of Rihanna. She's popped up on so many Yeah, I'm going to go with Ninja Turtles all day, every day. I grew up with Ninja Turtles. Oh, me too. I love the animated series. I love Uh the movies. As much as I love. That's my childhood right there. So definitely Raphael. Ninja Turtles 1 and 2. As much as I love pussy, I'm going with my (laughs) Raphael. Just because Raphael is the shit. Hell yeah, Planet, Raphael's moving Planet on. Central. Fuck Rihanna. Yeah, sorry. Rihanna's terrible. Yeah. All right. I could care less. She's she's in the she's this in the one, realm of the Kardashians. This one is going to be a little tough. Number five, Reese's Pieces, or number twelve, Rice Krispie Treats. Ooh, that's a tough one. Ugh, it brings back childhood memories there. 
For me, I'm going with Rice Krispie treats. Mm. I love, I love the marshmallow and the Rice Krispies, and I loved the cereal. Uh, I'm not a big chocolate fan. I'm not crazy about chocolate. Yeah, so, so for me, it's gonna be Rice Krispies. I'm gonna go with Reese's. Reese's all right, all the Aaron, way. you're the tiebreaker. I, hey, I love Rice Krispies as well. You're the tiebreaker. I do. Guys. I love this. You know why? Why? <sighs> Reese's Pieces really like. They're your favorite? No. Or they're one of your favorites? No. Okay. A good Rice Krispie. Mm. Oh. God. Let's go, baby. Like, Let's go. Like, <laughs> hey. Especially hot. Like, even the hot ones. Oh, yeah. The ones. Well, marshmallows inside. Mm. Yes. Like, yes. And, and you know what? Like, I love I on. love Rice Krispies. I love the cereal, too. They're, that's oh, one of my number one childhood cereals right there. Like, classic. Uh, yeah, classic. Go but, Rice Krispies. Yeah, I'll go with Reese's, and I'm outvoted. So, yeah. yeah, yeah let's yeah. keep going. All right. All right, so going across the uh, bracket, this is another hard one. Rap music mm. or ribs. Oh. Mm. And look, for me, I'm just going to be honest. That's I can easy. live without ribs. I honestly can. I love ribs, mm-hmm. but I can live without it. I cannot live without listening to hip-hop rap. I can't do it. That's mm. one of my favorite music genres. Um, and... Ribs, I can, I only cook ribs maybe three, four times a year. Yeah. I listen to rap music every damn day, so I'm going to go with rap. Ribs is one of those foods that you could get tired of if you have too much of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, if rap I had, music if, is, yeah. A, is a huge part of who we are as people. Absolutely. I would say all, all three of us, so I'm going to go rap music all the way. Hey, you're speaking for me, Eric. Heck yeah. Yeah. You're speaking for me? What if I like ribs? I, I, I already know what you're going to... You're one of my Fat best ass. friends. I already know. <laughs> Why? What am I going to pick then? Rap. Uh, of course. Of course. <laughs> Rap is unanimously oh, yeah. moving on. All right. Um, number four, racks as in money Ooh. versus number 13, recliners. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love recliners, but I'm gonna go with money. If I could have racks all day, rack city, bitch, rap, rack, rack city. Yeah, if you could, <laughs> but what do you have more of? A fucking sitting under your recliner and relaxing. My recliner is never going away. Will we ever get racks? Money. Probably not. I spend money all the time, so. Which, if I had <laughs> racks, I would say yes. That's what I would prefer. I really but I don't that. have racks, so I'm gonna go with recliner. <laughs> I'm the tiebreaker again. Damn, you know, James, you convinced me. I'm going to go with recliner. <laughs> After a long I'm day, gonna, propping was, your feet uh, up. I love my recliner. My recliners are great, but I mean... Then you love your recliner, and I'm the one that go, went and picked it up for you. But, you know, at the same time... You already lost. Recliner's moving on. <laughs> I've never seen racks. Let's go recliner. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen racks, racks, like, yeah, as in breasts. All so. right. Titties. Last but not least, we're going to go with... Number two, the Red Zone channel, or number 15, Razzle Dazzle. The fuck is that? I have no idea, so I'm just going to assume this that we're all, sucks. Gonna, we're all going to agree that Red Zone channel is moving on. We're going to move on. All right, so round number two. Two. Titties is going to win. Let's just We're going to go with... <laughs> 
We're gonna go with Rax versus as in Rax as in breasts versus it looks like restaurants. Oh fuck, that's a hard one there. Restaurants. It depends on the restaurant too. I mean, I guess we can think of our favorite restaurant and pin it up against Rax. All restaurants? Not the here's my thing is not all titties are nice. I agree. So either titties or all restaurants. So it's like so it's <laughs> like restaurants. Okay, okay. I'm still gonna be eating good no matter what, so it's like but you know, the these racks that I may my might be getting there might be saggy. Maybe they, be they, subpar they might be, or they non existent. They might have some national geographic nipples on top of them titties, you know? <laughs> I'm gonna go with restaurants because I like food more than I like titties. Pinya? Because I'm fat. You want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. I mean <laughs> well, you know, when I think of racks, I mean, okay, there you enjoy them. But man, nothing enjoy it. Like nothing beats a good fucking meal, man. <laughs> like fat. you go, you eat it. Fat as oh man, like like I have to agree. Oh yeah. golly, nothing beats a good meal, man. Especially when you can choose the restaurant, and there's so many varieties of different types of food from all like, different I mean, cultures like, and parts of the world. Man, let me see those titties. Maybe not. I don't want to see those titties. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's, like it's a mixed bag. Steak. You never oh, know what I you're want gonna that get. Steak. Let you, me have that food. You like. get some hangers or some perkies. Yeah. You never know. Some non-existent restaurants. You get to Hell choose. Yeah. You get to choose what you want. Yeah. So right. restaurants is moving on. I'm going with restaurants. Restaurants is moving yeah. on. All right. So next we have Reefer <laughs> versus Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm still going with Raphael. Oh yeah, that's that hits home. That's I, I don't care about weed. I'm no. not crazy you're, you're, about. I don't care about. I that think shit. it should be. I think it should be legal 100. percent But I just don't care about it myself. I'm I've, I'm not. I'm I'm a drinker. I'd rather drink yeah. I'd rather have an ice cold beer, or I'd, let, I'd rather drink alcohol. Right. I'm not big. When you talk about Raphael, okay, not, man, I still I, I remember being even to this day when the first Ninja Turtles came out and Raphael's in that tub and they're all you know sitting around him and like if you can't get emotional, like fuck you, like that was heartbroken whenever you saw. Leonardo fucking depressed about his brother. Like, <laughs> you know, that shit got to you. Master got to Splinter. Yeah. Like, what was the girl's name? Uh, April. Yeah, April. April O'Neil. April O'Neil. It, it always, like, looking back at it on it as an adult, it was always weird. There were these, you know, turtles, and there was this girl. She probably had a relationship with all of them, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Slit. <laughs> you know, my mind was thinking of those fucking nunchucks, whatever. Both are pussy. Ben Wall balls. <laughs> Both of them. All right. So then next we have Rice Krispie Treats versus Rap. Damn. I'm going to still go with Rap. Yeah. Which one brings you more joy? Food. I'm going to still go Food. with Rap. <laughs> I'm going to still go with Rap. Nah, Rap. Yeah, I'm going to go with Rap. rap. Yep. All right, so raps. We're music on. lovers on this podcast, so of course. Next, we have recliners versus the Red Zone Channel. <laughs> I got bootleg shit, so I could care less about the Red Zone yeah, Channel. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna go with recliners. Yeah, recliners. There's nothing like coming home and relaxing and putting your feet up. So recliners all the way. All right, so then we have 
Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Rap. Mm. Damn, that's hard. But I'm still going to go with Rap. Even though I love yeah. Raphael, I love Teenage not, Mutant Ninja I'm, I'm, Turtles. I'm, I'm, I, yes, for I, a long time rap, I did love Ninja Turtles, you know, in the song. 90s. Music is everything. But music is everything. Mm, dollar, 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 makes you feel things. Y'all. So, Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang. <laughs> I'm going with the rap. Recliners versus... What's the other one? Restaurants. Is it restaurants? Oh, you yeah. fucked it up. Yeah, I, I did fuck it up. Recliners versus restaurants. God damn it. Fucking restaurants, man. That's what that's that's what that was that that's what was next, right? You're the one with the the bracket. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, this no bracket idea. is terrible. Okay, here here it all comes down to here, and I can I think I can speak for the final. Restaurants are rap music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the final, right? Can we can we agree on that? I think so. Restaurants or rap? Wow. I mean, because here's the thing. This is the topic because both bring joy. They, they do. do. They do. Yeah. I mean, they bring joy. Food brings joy, but man, something about you know, hip hop, you know, not just rap music. I mean, it brings joy. It does. I mean, this is where it's tough because it does. It's, it's makes definitely going to be. It's going to be. Once. It's going to be rap for me. You can feel sad. You can feel angry. You can feel hype. You can feel like you want to just destroy things. Rap all the way. Hip hop music. I mean, there's. To me, it's it is the most popular music genre in the world, and for us, we grew up through some of the best rap music ever recorded. So, rap music all the way. So there you have it, folks. The best R thing in the world for us. We pushed through this bracket. Rap, rap music. Even though this bracket was probably one of the worst <laughs> brackets of all time. I don't know, man. That fucking most likable people was. Pretty fucking bad. Oh, well, all of you guys that know all these freaking <laughs> actors and musicians and all these people. I mean. Restaurants. <laughs> Tough. But <laughs> not rap, man. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't put a price on that. It's tough. No. But, you know, what's good though, right? Sod poodles are going to be starting here pretty soon. Their home opener is what April eleventh, so Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Going to go to a lot Barstool, of games this year. Barstool has a lot of cool shit, though. They man. do, they do. Oh man, they do. Yep. Please endorse us in our wildest dreams. Make them true. Mm-hmm. Like one of these ones that they just posted. Pick one album from the '90s to listen to for the rest of your life. Ah. Why didn't we do that? Why would which? Okay, one let's do you, that right which now. Which one would you pick? All right. Pick one album from the '90s to listen to for the rest of your life. Oh my gosh, that's a tough one too. Oh man, why? I already know mine. I have top of my head, man. There's so many though. Like the All first right, one that on. pops in my mind is is Nevermind, Nirvana. All right. Shit. Or Rubberneck Toadies. I love that album, typical, too. Typical shit from you. I yeah, love Third Eye Blind's Third Eye Blind album. Came out in 97. I love that one. All right, shoot, what you got? Smash, Offspring, Dookie, Green Day. I mean, the list goes on for me, but yeah. what, go ahead. No, I want to see what Adrian has. Mine would be The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. 
Hundred percent. Holy Lauren shit! Hill. You gotta be El Boogie, baby. You gotta Ain't be nobody fucking. You, you gotta her. be kidding me. Why? Because that's me too, brother. Are you serious? I'm being. Fucked. That is that is the best. I'm telling you, and you're an R&B guy. And that, that is the best album of the nineties, bro. Mic. I'm telling I'm you, ju- I'm not shitting. That's like, why we're all friends. Like that is my like. I have sat down and I've listened to that. <laughs> Fuck, I mean. There's some good fucking like you know. There's upbeat. a reason why it won five uh, Grammys. Uh, uh. And then there's some. There's just a reason like, why it won just, five you Grammys. You get with your emotion. I mean, there's just. Did that come out in the mid nineties? It was ninety. Ninety eight. Or late nineties. Okay. Ninety eight. But man, I mean, that is just a fucking great album. Okay, what, what's an honorable mention for you, Pena? <sighs> I mean, probably some Dave. No, no. no. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. <laughs> Uh, I can't stand Dave Matthews. Yeah, you just don't know yet. You just don't know. She will know. I don't you know, know either. I mean, just... Maybe I'll know one day too. Honorable mention. Come back. Come <laughs> back to me. What about you? Uh, mine would be "Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness" by Smashing. Oh, Pumpkins. that's that's a great one. That's one of my favorite mm. albums of all time. Yeah, that's a good one too. I love Smashing Pumpkins. I do love Smashing Pumpkins, One of my too. favorite bands of all time. We all have pretty similar music what tastes, for sure. For me, um, like one that I listened, that the album that I loved when I grew up was um, Ignition Offspring. I loved Offspring as a band. And that, that album was not a popular album, um, but I listened to it front and back all the time. And... Tupac's um, uh, All Eyes on Me, of course, and Me Against the World, love it, Tupacalypse Now, all of his stuff, those are all my honorable mentions, but yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with any of those for me, that, that shapes who I am, it speaks to me. Oh, well. Like there's one who... Uh, that they posted last month that says who's the most underrated athlete of all time. God, that's another good one. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why, but this this album, I don't know. It kind of. I mean, I, I don't know what happens whenever, whenever uh, freaking you know, whenever Biggie got killed and everything like that. But the Puff Daddy in the Family No Way Out album. Was pretty fucking good. That was a pretty damn good album. I was never a fan of Puff Daddy. Right. And I think it's because they have everybody. Let's hear it. Put it to Mike. You got you got Mace. Like Mace is the one of the most underrated rappers. He's ass. No. I'm not a Mace fan. I'm not a huge New York rap fan. I love Wu Tang Clan. Here's the thing about Bad Boys, but. is everybody that was with Bad Boys either broke now or dead. And that's the sad thing. Same with Death Row Records. I mean, Snoop yeah. and Dre, I mean, made it out and had successful careers, but everybody else is either dead or, yeah, incarcerated or their career is over, <laughs> basically. What were some simple things you thought made people seem rich when you were a kid? Oh, that's easy. What is it? What's one that comes to mind? 
Like me, if like if 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 somebody had rims on their fucking car, I thought they was a fucking butler. You had money if you had rims. To on me, a car. if you lived if, on when the, I was a kid, if you lived on the south side of town, you were rich. To me, if you and lived see, outside and, of and the and north as, side, and <laughs> as a kid, and as a as as a kid, I didn't think about geographical area or demographics and stuff like that. I didn't think about that. To me, like if you had, you know, a nice car with the rims. With the Dayton's and shit like that, like to me, like and that, if that you had you rich, yeah, you know? if you had a Sega Genesis, if you had a PlayStation, yeah. if you had a Nintendo sixty four, basically, if you had anything that I didn't have, yeah, yeah, yeah. you was rich. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, right? Yeah, for sure. Nah, my biggest one was just always, you know, and I'm not, you know, not disrespecting my, just you know, whenever family vacations. Uh-huh. Like, I'd get invited to go family vacations with my friends. And, man, we go big time. I'm like, yeah, my family would never do this, you know? Like, yes. Yeah, I was like, too. damn, like, wow, what the fuck? And then I remember I told my dad, yeah, we went right uh, around. What the fuck would you do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like, yeah, y'all didn't drink beer. Like, yeah, but he's like, why would y'all do that? That sounds so stupid. <laughs> like, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. The, the you friends you had that had, you know, went on vacations all the time. Yeah, definitely. I would think they were rich. Or, you know, if you had a basketball goal in your freaking driveway, I always thought people that had those were fucking rich. You know, the, the ones that are just in the ground. I always wanted one. Never had one. Never had a basketball goal at home. So. Yeah. It's just the simple things, you know, the things that you really don't think of don't now, just... but back then they were a big deal. All right, guys. Well, we've come to the end of the road. This is going to conclude episode 111. To the end of the road. Oh, my gosh. The, the, the voice of an angel. So if you want... Aaron Pena to come and serenade you. I ain't going to sing, but I'll DJ. You want to hire him to be a singer at your wedding? Hey, we can get you you set up. I'll do it. Until next time, my name is Tiger Woods. I'm just Aaron Pena. I'm Brooks Kepka. And we'll see you at episode 112. Peace. Peace.